Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Episode 112. I just heard three people talk at once. I have no idea what happened. I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> it was them. It was the all one, two of them. The one with deja vu. The one with the TPK. TPK. Uh-uh. On his part. I said the one where Citra gets her revenge. Citra's revenge. All right. The one with the danger. This, I'm real worried about this fight. I'm. I'm. The mm. audience might know the answer to this. So, <laughs> depending on what I name this episode, mm. the we one got three great TPK. ones, four great ones. It's true. I don't want a TPK. We're not, just, even, we're not even halfway through this adventure yet. I've already had a, a second character in this book. I don't want to make another one. We've already had second character, but how about third character? <sighs> hey, at least your sure. character retired and wasn't murdered. I mean, that's fair. That's true. Sagara just comes back. Stop with the yets. That's not cool. Ooh. I mean, she is pursuing the cult of Narlathotep and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, so. the faded people just step in. And that's where we <laughs> oh, are. Oh, that's the B. The, the, not the B team, but like the Z team. They just like show up and they're like, oh, this guy's weird flying around. And then they like stab, stab, stab. And, and burn. <laughs> well, apparently so, only half of them anyway, because the other half just went back to Wati. Well, Ross and uh, Jordan make new characters and show up. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, like a gunslingers, so they can shoot Kabek out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it would work great if only Sudi survives. No, anyway. what? What? Why? Why is Wh- that great? Because Jordan wouldn't have to create a new character. Everyone else has a characters already. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. So yeah. No. Well, at least Sudi would survive. I guess. <laughs> at least Sudi survives. Too. So you know what? We have unfinished business. I'm so confused. But- we gotta get Kabek, y'all. Like, so, let's all gang up on Kabek. I wanna get him. Let's get him. When last man. we had left our heroes, the doorkeepers had searched the body of the fallen desert giant. Mm-hmm. From that, discerned that the other two desert giants had pursued after someone who had killed her, which you believe to be the cult. And then upon following those trails and giving a plight sending to uh, Hassan, just kind of let him know you're coming. He had warned you away, I believe, stating, uh, it was the cultists who killed her. We went after them, Ervos and I. We found them. Ervos is dead. Don't come after me. You later ascertained you believe that Ervos was killed by Hassan. And you but we did it. Yep. We followed him and we freed him so he can murder cultists with us. Yep. And yes. thanks to uh, on Hawk's guidance, you had managed to make your way to the, I always want to say Hidden Valley. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's not a ranch here. So yeah, much ranch. No. The water, so the ranch is overflowing just, the hills like Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> yep, just a sec. Just built some sort of complex clockwork pump to pump up the ranch from the great ranch <laughs> storage beneath the ground. The party <laughs> had eventually found this isolated canyon wherein the tomb of Chisasek had been hidden for centuries, millennia. Upon arriving, you had been confronted by Hassan, who had attempted to kill you. Thanks to a, uh, a timely dispel magic from Hollis and a very specific interpretation of this suggestion spell, the party had managed to free Hassan from his mental domination, at hey, which point goodness. the party turned on the cultists. You had seen Hassan begin to wreck face because, good God, are desert giants vicious. Love it. So happy. You had then determined that there were a pair of Lamia within the temple as you began to approach the burial temple that's down on ground level. The pyramid itself set up on the cliff, I think about 100 and 
160 feet sounds right. It's some amount that's outside of 200. That's what I know about it. Yeah. I thought it, no, I thought it was 160. But then they were well, up, so that it was... From us, know. it's like out of 200. You know, A squared plus <laughs> well, B squared Well, yeah, because it's C like 160 squared. up, and they're like 100 away from us. If yeah, I ever 160 find, feet above you. If we ever fight Pythagoras, I will murder him. <laughs> him and his math. Hey, it was some of the few chapters in math class that I actually understood. <laughs> I mean, I understood it. It's this, The formula is even easy to remember, but still. It's ruining the, my life as Hollis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the party had faced off... Uh, against or found a pair of Lamia inside of the burial temple that was down on ground level, at which point you're faced by a third cultist after the first cultist had been stabbed the crap out of and the second one had been paralyzed inside of a bee swarm. Bees. <laughs> Covered in bees. Covered in bees. That guy had a real bad day. <laughs> yeah, and then he exploded. Uh, I'm pretty that sure that... That one he felt it was going good. <laughs> and yeah. it wasn't bees. It was wasps. It, it, it is, no. in fact, wasps. I still think it should be bees, bees because of the bee people, people are the ones giving us... I know, but if you send bees after them, every time they sting, they die. Whereas wasps are evil mother effers who will just keep stinging you. These yep. are those killer bee <laughs> things that are huge, scary ones. The big, the bad ones. The uh, African killing bees? Yeah. Yeah, the bees have been slightly damaged by the two explosions that followed as the two cultists mm. were killed. Although, actually, the wasp swarm has 31 hit points. <laughs> so, uh, it's surprisingly beefy good. wasp swarm. Not done yet. <laughs> Show someone in there. Let's, uh, let's push uh, Broken Mask Guy in there, too. Evil we on We want to get our killer. money's worth out of this bow. <laughs> then a, uh, a third cultist had rushed out. A cultist with a damaged half mask has a whole Nethys thing going where half of the mask is cracked and damaged Rude. from the frigid cold seemingly of a blast that would have probably been something akin to the cone of cold effect that Kabek had used during the fight against the doorkeepers previously striking even some of his own allies including the one responsible for the death of the cleric on, on Eurus. Mm-hmm. Following that, Hollis had uh, covered the entirety of the in- inside of the temple that you could see in webs. A quartet of cultists had arrived on the upper platform, pulling out crossbows that they have already loaded since they took three rounds to kind of prep themselves. And a single figure had floated up into the sky, a sky now filled with the scintillizing colors of an aurora. As you looked up to see Kabek hovering in the air and saying that he had been waiting for all of you. And uh, what do you guys say that we just jump right back into this? This is one of those games where I have so many spells and things that I'm like, oh, God, okay, what order do I do these in? (laughs) And none of it will matter because somebody's going to do something that'll make me go, oh, okay, never mind. I'm not going to do that. Let me reformulate my entire life's plan. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to being the wizard. I wish he was really into summoning because I have dismissal and I could just be like, bah, bing. Yeah, but if he was a sorcerer, he could just summon a million different things. Yeah, but he only has so many spell slots. And if he's going to waste them all on full round summonings, then like go for true. it. <laughs> Citra's been readying for a heck of a long time. Like a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> She's real ready. Real ready. Oh, and there's a cultist in them webs. There is a cultist yep. in them, their webs. Yep. Oh, Kabek's all the way back there with the other cultists. Lame. Mm-hmm. I have a couple oh. of long range things, but... It'd yeah, fireballs. He's too far away even for fireball, which is crazy. He's not too far away for some other stuff, but it would be nicer to get a couple of them in a line. But he's like 3,000 feet up in the air or something. Like, not he's literally, 3, but you know. He's 3,000 feet in the air? Oh, okay. no. I was like, what? <laughs> but he's way us. high in the air. All right. So as Kabek emerges, floats up into the sky, we continue. Sudikantar. 
Sudi's eyes smolder with rage, unlike anybody's ever seen before, as he takes a step to the uh, side. Shut up, Rick! <laughs> <laughs> trying to be dramatic, Another freaking dollar in the jar. $20. $20, 20 in the jar. Yes, $20 in the jar. Jordan's trying to do Will a dramatic cover thing. cover me for the rest of the book? No. Uh, no. <laughs> That's the sad part, is no. Sad. But Sudi looks at, at Broken Mask Man. You killed my friend. And this time, I'm not pulling punches. So I take a five foot step uh, to the left there. Uh, swift action to grow big. And I'm full out attacking this guy. I'm not non-lethally attacking him. I'm going full lethal this time. You're not going to step into the webs, but, are you? But... Uh, one square of me is in the one webs. One square of me is in the webs. Okay. But... Citrus... You're ready. It actually goes off first. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Sudi slides over, enlarges to uh, gigantic Sudi. Citra's ready to action immediately goes off. If Citra kills him, I'm going to die laughing. I'll be very sad. I want to get <laughs> one punch no, on this guy. No, don't be sad. I want a one punch He just said him. such a dramatic thing, and for you to then just go shink would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be, but I don't think I'm going to. This guy's got hit points. Hmm. I roll a 13 for a 26 plus 2 for the flank, which is a 28. 28 will strike your target. Uh, it had better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have both of your knives? Are you going to two up and fight? No, because Narmer still bring, he brought me the knife, but it, it dropped on the ground. And so I didn't have a chance to pick it up. Mm. So. Yeah, because he just spit it out on the ground. The he joke of Citra never going to two up and it. fight carries. Mental note, we he are buying it. her cords. We have to, we have to buy weapon cords, cords next ridiculous. time we're in town for sure. Going to make it really hard for her to switch to a bow. It's fine. Don't. <laughs> Uh, that would be uh, 24 points of damage. Oh. Nice. <laughs> that was for my friend. You ram your blade as he follow his eyes follow Sudi and then like follow Sudi up as his eyes continue to trace this Sudi grows in size. And as he does so, you step up, slide under, manage to bring your arm around through the webbing that's kind of encasing this guy at this point, sticking him back to the uh, the walls behind him and to the overarching doorway that leads into the temple itself. Slide your blade under and right under his armor into you're going to assume a kidney, uh, judging by the way he screams in pain as the blade Good. sinks in. Sudi, you are going to need to break a reflex save as you have entered into the uh, web. I rolled pretty poorly. Uh, I get a 10, uh, 16. You're grappled. <laughs> oh, God. Are you kidding me right now? No. I rolled no. a 6, so. <laughs> Sad. Wait, hold on, hold on. No. I'm going to look up web because I was reading it earlier and it's weird. Actually, sorry. Um, anyone in the area's effect when the spell is cast must make a reflex save. If the save succeeds, the creature is inside of the web, blah, blah, blah. If you're moving through it, you have to make a combat maneuver check or escape artist check as part of your move action. With the DC instead. equal to spells DC. So actually, yeah. it's a combat maneuver check. Oh, okay. Try again. My combat maneuver bonus much higher. I roll an 11 for a 22. That's fine. Oh, right. So, okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, really? Relief. <laughs> so Sudi okay. slides over, explodes into size, pushes through the webbing as he explodes out to full size. It's really only covering like your left foot since it's draping down from the open doorway since it has to have two parallel surfaces to but, connect but to. But you're doing that point, cat thing where you can't stop shaking your foot because you stepped in something. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need that foot, so you're fine. That's, that's, my, that's my anchoring foot. 
Anyway, I'm attacking this guy now. Yeah, do it. Huzzah. <laughs> All right, so I roll perfectly average with a 10, which is a 24 with the flank. A 24? Yeah, that's going to hit your flank target as Yay. you whip around with your unwebbed foot kicking out at him. Oh, come on, damage. Roundhouse why? kick. Uh, for seven points of damage. He stumbles with the impact. His blade's still wet with, I believe, your own blood. He is alive. You can't stun him. It's true. I choose to stun <laughs> him with my second attack with my right. flurry of blows. That's nice. a 17. Stunning That'll kick. play. Nice. Uh, that's a 2931 uh, with the flank. A 31 will hit. That is a good second hit. Come on now. Mm. Okay, that's much better. That is 15 points of damage. I'm going to need a fortitude save from him. Fail it, fail it, fail it, fail it. It's a 15. Oh, he fails because my save's a 16. <gasps> yes, he's stunned. He's stunned. So you you lash out with your first kick, kick him in the sternum. You kick him then a second time, catching him in the jaw. The mask hits up, and for a moment, you just see, like, blood splatter out of the bottom of the mask, where you're going to assume it just broke his nose. Woo! I figure Citra's like, hit him again! <laughs> As she's still pulling <laughs> her dagger out him. of his kidney. <laughs> oh, really? Well, he's stunned. Maybe it'll work. A 12? <laughs> I rolled a three! Uh, no. No, I'm afraid that's not That's the one that it. had the web on it. I hate it. You were like, eh. I hate it. So well, you damage. step back as he reels from the hits. But Dang. he is stunned, which means Citra can, you know, stab the bejesus out of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he can't stab you. Also this. <laughs> this is important. Yeah. Masika. How far away is Kaubeck? Good question. A lot of feet away. From you. Math it up. What is old Pythagoras got to say? <laughs> He's about 195 feet away. Oh my god. Oh, that's I so close. I need to get within 45 feet of him somehow. Oh, okay. Um, that's that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> 45 is not even close in the Can realm the of possibility. <laughs> no. Run up the bridge. Because if you're, if you're at the base of the cliff, you would still be 160 feet away, 170 feet away, because he's up in the air. God. <laughs> Run up the bridge. <laughs> that spell's not going to work. Just going to remind that you, everyone that I do have a scroll of fly in my bag. Uh, also, <laughs> keep in mind for Masika that you are going to have to use your standard action this turn to finish casting your spell. Yeah, I was going to try to ba- Baleful Polymorph him eventually. Ah, oh, I knew that would be fun. <laughs> That's just a close range spell, though, unfortunately. Well, maybe yeah. he'll come closer. I doubt it. He has if no he, reason to come if closer. If he wants to cast some spells, he might have to come closer. That's true. Let me check the range on Call Lightning. That's only 190 feet, so he's still hey, way out of range step. of that. No, he's, he's, he's 195 from you. So take a five-foot step and blast him. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Call down the lightning storm. So take a five-foot step forward. He is 190 feet away from you. Yeah, so I'm going to call down my lightning bolt that I get for finishing the spell down upon this guy that all my friends seem really angry about him being here. So no, we don't yeah. like him. Kabak doesn't know her skill set. Heck yeah. It's true. She's an unknown factor. It's like, who's this dwarf and who's this other woman? What's with this catfish? (laughs) I think it's a 23 for a reflex save. Oh, that passes. Oh, yeah. He's good at those. I forgot. Well, they also had time to buff, too. So many buffs. He still takes uh, six points of damage. Hey. All right. 
So there is a cacophonous sound of thunder as a fork of lightning shoots down from the sky, Kavik darting out of the way at the last second. You're going to guess that he looks down towards Masika again. He's placed on his uh, cultist mask, so it's hard to tell. More importantly, does he look damaged? Uh, he does seem to have been injured slightly. I, okay. I'm going to start running towards that cliff face. Uh, is that Sudi hurt? Oh, yeah, I'm hurt. Oh, yeah. oh well, oh, yeah. y'all I'm need down to... I'm a third of my hit points. Yeah, y'all need to tell me this stuff. Oh, trust <laughs> me, I did, but it's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a week. All right, that's the end of Masika's turn. You wouldn't have been able to run anyway because you've already taken a five-foot step. Yep, that's true. true. From Masika. Oh, wait, Narmer. I assumed he was going to go retrieve that bow, but that's up to Does you. Does she need the bow? Well, I what, mean, what if somebody takes it and flies away? Oh, what if I use the bow? Oh, I don't have arrows. Also, I'm not proficient. Also, it's too <laughs> also, he's not strong enough to pull it. <laughs> also, I can spit acid. There's a whole lot of flaws to this plan. I guess yeah, I, if does Citra need the bow? I mean, it's my only ranged option, but I think at the moment I don't, just because we're dealing with this cultist. But if it's going to be the only way I can get the other cultists and possibly the Lamia through the webs, and comic, and, and then I guess he'll go get the bow. Yay, Narmer! So Narmer flies back over, wings down, scoops up the bow in his large catfish mouth. He can pick it up with his fins, but I guess he needs those to fly, doesn't he? He needs those to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I, just always assumed his, I just always assumed his flying was just a magical thing. But he didn't Apparently, really Narmer's new name is Kiki for the delivery that's service he, he's providing. That's how he aims. <laughs> Kiki. Uh, he's so he banks over. He is definitely a GG. That brings us to the cultists. Uh-oh. Well, here we go. Uh, the first cultist is stunned, so let's just go ahead and pass him. <laughs> So one of them's going to move forward and fire his crossbow. The other one's going to fire his crossbow. The other two are casting spells. Oh, fun. So these two bolts are both going to fly at Masika since she seems to be the one focusing up at them and calling down lightning. Hey, hey, hey. Is for horses? What? Don't fire at me. (laughs) I'm an adorable little catfish girl. (laughs) All right. So with range penalties, it's a... That's a 14 for the first one. No. Uh, The follow-up one is a 21. Nope. All right, so two crossbow bolts come streaking down at you as you avoid both of them. Uh, one of them begins to reload his crossbow. Rude. The other two cast spells on themselves. And then from there we go to Anhok, uh, who's going to go ahead and take that five-foot step and do a full attack against this uh, cultist, because why not? Sure. Mm-hmm. He's stunned. That's uh, a two, so that's an 11. Ouch. Wait, wait, no, human. So that's a two, so that's a 15. Uh, He does follow that up with a 17 for a 25, which will strike his target. Rolling crap for damage. Slicing him, bringing around his kukri. That's an adjusted 15, so that won't hit. And a natural one. So yeah, that's not going to hit. Wow. He's still standing. He looks to just be wavering there. Mostly because he just got his nose broken. Will a 16 or a 20 beat Hollis's web DC? The 20 will, the 16 will not. All right. So that means that one of the Lamia is grappled. Good. And that was its standard action. Well, no, it says part of their move. Yeah, it's part of their move. So she still has a standard action, so she can attempt another grapple check to break free. So she follows that up with... So that would have moved her four to there. And then she follows that up with a 29. 
Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. All right. But that was her move and standard action, so that ends her turn. The other one moves half speed through the webs, pushing forward. And she moves far enough forward so that she no longer has... So Sudi no longer has total cover. And this I'll actually the does provoke an attack her, opportunity. She does have cover from this, though. She okay. didn't know how big you were. <laughs> yeah, was, well, I was going to say, she, last she saw me, I was small, and then I grew up. Hey, y'all, somebody set those on fire. I think as the other party knew, but this party didn't, she's also a, uh, she's only medium-sized from the waist up, so she yep. doesn't have so reach. So she has to use, she has to get within base-to-base contact with me, but I'm big. Hey, if anybody has fire, if you set those webs on fire, they'll burn, including everything in them. Oh, come on. Says Hollis politely to the party from like 100 feet away. She yelled. <laughs> she yelled it. Uh, so I roll a five for a 17 to hit her. Not going to do it. A 17 will not strike the Lamia. Lame. But the Lamia brushes her way forward. And yep, she's going to reach out to touch you. Oh, no. I don't I like my her. Flank buddy. Uh, don't. My wisdom. That's, that's probably not going to hit a monk. Uh, it's a 15. No, not even oh, close. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so she attempts to hit your touch AC as she reaches out a hand, attempts to caress the side of your face. Don't let her touch you. If you submit, you this will go easier for you. Not going to happen. Back off. She says from beneath her golden mask. Yeah. Oh, she's got a mask on? Oh, yeah, geez. they're cultists. They are also cultists. How dare. From yeah, the other Lemia is just in the back screaming about it being in her hair. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You know they have how very long it nice hair, me. and then she's just covered in these webs. That's anyway. why you wear a hat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cowboy wisdom for you. That brings us around to Hollis Starkweather. Hollis is going to chant and tone a few words in Elvish and then do a little hand gesture and summon herself a couple of vengeful comets to float around her head. Okay. And uh, then uh, she's going to move. What does she have? 35? A 35 movement speed. She's going to move closer to the the area where the cultists and Kabek are, but not so close that she can't see them anymore. And you yeah. can still see them up on the ledge from 35 feet ahead, so. That works. I haven't used this spell before. I'm excited. Mm. Testing stuff out. Cast a little defensive spell, rushes her way forward. Chicken, bouncing along and satchel on a side. <laughs> Fully covered. Let's get some revenge for that poor, poor priest taken before his time and his beautiful mm-hmm. bird. I miss his shiny self and his uh, bird. And his beautiful bird. I miss his shiny bird, too. <laughs> <laughs> I said shiny self, but that's fine. He had such beautiful plumage. <laughs> that brings us to Hassan. There seems to be plenty of people already on that cultist. Mm-hmm. So he'll move Go around, even though get a partial cover to that uh, Lamia as he strides his way forward. Nods to city. Large-sized person fight. Mm. Yep. Um, waits for Sudi to be a step back from the the lunging grab that the Lamia does before swinging around and bringing his scimitar to bear. Swinging down with the blade. The 27. Why am I not just <laughs> playing this desert giant? All this? It's a good thing this guy wasn't fighting you guys. He has a plus 16, <laughs> plus 16, <laughs> plus 11, plus 11 for his attacks. I want to keep him. Can we keep him? <laughs> I want to take leadership and keep him. Masika's friends are the best. Yep. Uh, striking the Lamia for 14 points of damage. Yowzers. Get him. You go, Hassan. Lamia is, of course, still up because he was uninjured up until that point. And that's the end of his turn since he moved. Citra Nahamra. Citra is going to immediately dive into a full-on attack. All right. 
Two open fighting? I don't have my second one unless I take a move action oh, to pick right, it up. Yeah. So I'm just going to hit twice. Hey, he's stunned. <laughs> you could punch him. I, I will also point out, not only is he stunned, he dropped all his weapons too. Take that. That is true. You could punch him. He dropped that. He Pelsen. can't take an attack of opportunity. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. I'm going to two weapon fight. And uh, even though I don't have my other kukri, I'm just going to punch this jerk in the face. Gonna punch yeah. him in the face? <laughs> nice. And you still get sneak attack. Mm-hmm. So my first attack... Onuris would be so proud. Actually, no, he probably wouldn't. I think punching someone was beneath Onuris. I don't know if he had a great idea. He punched this guy. My first attack is a 30. A 30 will strike your stunned, flanked opponent. Yeah, that's what happens when you roll a 17. (laughs) Only I'd rolled an 18, though. I would have crit it. No critical sneak attack for you. Just regular sneak attack. All over the board, isn't it? Okay. So that first hit is going to be uh, 19 points of damage. Very well. So, Citro, you wrench your blade free, spin around, stab at this man. I think arguably, maybe even for the first time, with actual murderous intent. Probably a little, yeah. She's a little Probably ashamed a of lot. that, too. She's going to feel real guilty about Your blade sister. strikes right between his shoulder blades, punching through the armor as you're fairly certain you've either hit a lung or his heart. As Sudi, you can see the the breastplate that he wears seem to bounce out as you're going to assume her kukri cleaves through ribs and part of the sternum to stick out the front of the man's chest. Oh, gosh. Mm. There is a pulse. The man lets out a just... (gasps) He then detonates in a blinding flash. The good news is the Lemieux get hit. Won't the webs catch on fire? Oh, the webs will catch on fire! Will the webs catch on fire? Uh, and that means everybody's feasibly. taking 2d6 of fire damage. <laughs> so I will need a reflex save from Sudi, Citra, on Hawk, uh, the Lamia. And the webs. All right, I roll a 12 for a 22, and I have evasion. And fire resistance. And fire resistance. <laughs> oh, there we go. On Hawk finally brings it around with a 26 for his reflex save. Citra Thanks, rolled a bud for the 19 assist. for a 32. 32. Yeah. And I have evasion. <laughs> so you evade for nothing. Sudi saves and evades for nothing. Anhok saves for half, uh, which will still be five points of damage. And the Lamia rolls a five, <laughs> uh, which will not <laughs> save. So the Lamia takes the full 10 points of damage from that blast. Ha ha. And then the webs catch on fire. Yeah, they do. How many hit points the webs got? Um, they burn one square at a time, or fi- one five-foot square and one round, essentially, they can spread. But any oh, okay. creatures within the webs take 2d4 points of fire damage from the flames. Nice. So you may want to get out of the web, Sudi. I I'm, I have to resist fire. Oh, flame. yeah, that's right. I'll wade through those. Uh, yeah, he detonates in a blinding flash of fiery snakes as he screams. Such as you wrench your blade back free, probably... Feeling a mix of uh, mix of emotions there. Yeah, uh, I'm sure she's gonna feel real guilty about this later. But in the moment, she's really proud that she just avenged on Uris. So it's a, a pile bag. of uh, ashes hits the ground with the clattering sound as the now frost damaged and burned mass clatters down to the ground. Citra kicks it toward the Lamia. Very uh. distantly, you hear a falcon screech. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we do. Now I'm sad. Thanks, Rick. 
He's been avenged. Rick's, Rick's got to make it sad, y'all. Um, with my move action, I'm going to pick up my other kukri. Uh, you'd have to take a five foot step back because you dropped it there. Which you can oh. do. No. Well, yeah, no, you can do that. Yeah, because then I can hopefully then you can two weapon fight. Two weapon We're not going to be able so to get you, into a flank with these guys. Uh, let you me wrench your blade free. You spin back. Doing one of those cool like leg sweep things as you scatter the sand around you, grab the other kukri, spin it back into place. It smells faintly of desert cactus. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just a little gooey. I mean, it's I don't think melty. he produces spit. I mean, I figure the acid's like in a tank in his chest or something. It's it's more like somebody that eats a whole bunch of like Mentos or something like that, and then their breath <laughs> just leaves this lingering. Anyway, from Citra. Callback. Oh boy. All right. Citra glares up go. at him, just FYI. Like, I just stabbed <laughs> your dude. You're next. There's a feat for that in second edition. Yeah, I know. It's she doesn't have it. I mean, let's be honest. Citra's not intimidating. <laughs> I don't know. She's good at killing stuff. Yeah, but her problem is, is that I imagine, like, she stabs things most of the time and then she kind of gets this, like, oh, I'm sorry look on her face. <laughs> Maybe not in this case, but I imagine that's typically what happens. And so it's like, oh. Like, she doesn't want to kill people. Kabek flies to the side, ascending upwards, mm. flying up to a height of 175 feet. Loser. Gracious. This guy. Extends a hand down and drops a column of fire on Masika. Whoa. Whoa. What? The aurora above streaks down in scintillizing colors of orange and red as a column of fire descends on you. All right. This is a problem. That is a problem. Why is he targeting her? Because I cast a spell at him. Uh, I will need a reflex save from Masika. I roll a 12 for a 19. A 19 gets out of the way. Ooh, hey, thank goodness. Nice. Do you have evasion? <laughs> no. Dang it. That would, that would just be too good. So that's 17, so you save for half for eight points of fire damage as it scorches okay. across you. It's not nearly as bad as it could have been. So, yay. But also, what the crap? Yeah, it's weird. I will remind the party... Actually, I'll remind Hollis, because I know Hollis was the only one to identify this when you previously fought Kabek. I think you guys had a conversation about this, about how, fortunately, if he's out of Masika's call lightning range, you should be out of his dropping these fire things. This is the equivalent of a call lightning storm, not call lightning, which is actually Ah. a long range spell. Great. With probably a range of about 800 feet. Because he's a coward who doesn't get in any fights. He's not the only one with long-range spells. Although, actually, uh, go ahead and have Hollis make me a, uh, a spellcraft check. Okay. You're the only one that can infer this because you have the previous. Actually, no, Citra could also because I think Citra also has spellcraft. I do, but I doubt I can roll high enough for it. <laughs> I rolled a 19, which is 37. Rolled a 5 for an 8. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm just now starting my magical education under mm. Hollis's tutelage, so I'm True. still very... I'm on, I'm on, like, lesson two in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, <laughs> so, Hollis, your analytical wizard brain contemplating things, that was not as powerful as what you saw before. Mm-hmm. You then begin to extrapolate, contemplating, okay, proximity to river, probably not an effect. Well, it's, it's just as cloudless today as it was then. You think it might be nighttime, the only difference between the fights before and the fights now were that that fight took place at night. Oh. A standard call lightning storm does additional damage during rain or storms, 
Maybe this odd combination or spell that he has here does additional damage at night when the Aurora would technically be at its most visible and not ah. diffuse such as it is. Mm. Oh. Regardless, it seems weaker. Although judging by the fact that Masika's decently burned, you don't think it's substantially weaker. I mean, it's still fire. <laughs> fire bad. True. Fire very. You may want to put some resistance. Fire indeed hot. If no, I don't it. have any of those right now. Mm. From Kalbeck, we go to Sudikantar. Um, all right, Sudi's going to take a uh, five foot step back and uh, away from the burning go- webs. Not a bad idea. I mean, you know, they don't really damage him. Is it if they begin their turn or? It doesn't say, but that's what I would have. I mean, I've got for resist fire twenty, so it's not going to do that in two d four. So yeah, so the fire does nothing to you as it gently wafts yep. across you. Uh, so Sue takes five foot step back, eyes the Slamia, and starts punching. You can stun this her. This is how I do. Yes, I can stun her again. So with his first attack of his flurry of <laughs> blows, he's going to go ahead and stunning fister. Let's see if I can stun her. Mm? Maybe that's a ten for a twenty-two. A 22 will strike the Lamia as you lash Hey-o. out with your fist, connecting solidly with the woman. Didn't her mask. Uh, for 11 points of damage, and I need her to make a fortitude save. Well, I know the answer to this because she gets a 15. Ooh, got stunned. She's stunned. Boom. Get All wrecked. right. Drop whatever you're holding, although I think she just has, like, wisdom draining claws. Hand <laughs> so he's super effective when Hollis is reminding him that he can stun people. <laughs> hey! Hollis is over here like, I gotta make sure my chess piece accurately does its job. I am amazing <laughs> her, if it matters. So you crack your fist into the side of her face. She stumbles, blinking stars. She still stands. All right, punch her again. Uh, that's only a 15. Probably not gonna hit. She's stunned. I don't know. I know, she's stunned. A yeah, 15 maybe. will not even hit your stun target. Yep. Mm. Okay. A 7. Oh, I rolled a 6 for a 13. Uh, I will use a swift action to give myself a key strike for an extra hit. All right. That's a 17 for a 29. A 29 will strike your target, though. Uh, for 10 points of damage. Nice. The lion woman yet stands as you crack your fist into her again. Continuing to try to beat her down. Masika. I don't like how these cultists are kind of spread out, but I'm going to go ahead and flame strike the two in the middle up on the ridge. What's the range on flame strike? Is it a long range? It's 190 feet for me. You wouldn't happen to have wall of fire, would you? That'd be a good one to use on Nope. Sad. All right. Well, they're within your range, so. Yeah, so they need to make uh, reflex saves. I'm assuming the two closest to you. Or do you want to hit the two spellcasters? Yeah, let's hit the two spellcasters. Yeah, right. there we go. So that's at the upper edge of your range, but it's still within range for you. One gets a 12. The other one gets a perfect 20 for a 23. Jerk. Okay, so I do 33 points of damage. Only one nice. of the one with the perfect 20 saves, but only by like one. He made a 23. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my save DC is a 22. Ah, oh, bummer. That sucks. You don't get any bonuses for, like, invocation or anything, do you? No. <laughs> I don't get a morale bonus for seeing that guy that I didn't know murdered another guy get killed. That guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy. So I do 33 uh, no. points of damage. So a column of fire streaks down from the heavens. In the distance, the rest of you can hear screaming. Masika, you stare up as the column blasts these two. Kabek glances over. At the very least, you're going to assume that this guy is Kabek, since that's kind of what you're anticipating here. Looks that back makes down, me worried. narrows his eyes, 
barely, very dis. I don't know how you see that from 200 feet away. All right, and then I'm going to move 30 feet towards Sudi since he is hurt. So that gets you uh, into base contact with Sudi as you go rushing forward. Yep. Woo! Sudi Hassan and Anhak forming a, a defensive line in front of the entrance here. And Narmer will go drop Citrus Bow next to her. I found your bow. Plah. Thank you, Narmer. <laughs> <laughs> is that the big bad guy up there? That is him. Should I face him in aerial combat? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be real cool. One me, one me, bro. <laughs> From there, we go to the cultists. Yeah, two of them are going to fire down at... Two of them are going to fire at Masika. The other two are going to spellcast. Still shooting Masika for some reason. Yeah, it's she's weird the that outlier. they focus on her. Yeah, I guess she's the unknown. Well, and I've been doing a lot more spellcasting than Hollis right now. Well, defensive, or uh, offensive, yes. Yep. All right, Masika, I'm going to assume a 37 will hit. Oh, yeah. What? Tree Somebody strike. tree strike, yeah. I don't like that. That's going to get old real fast. Well, maybe they'll die real fast a second here. So for six points of damage from that first bolt, the second one's a perfect 20, which will automatically hit threat. Ah, oh, jeez. I'm... I don't know why I'm, I ask because it's our, our policy to always ask. 42 to confirm. Yes, my AC just skyrocketed by over 20 points. Man, I wish, right? Oh, that's convenient. That'd be a heck of a spell. For 17 points of damage as a second bolt hits you in the side and sends you spinning down. Sudi probably just instinctually, like his tail whips out and kind of catches you in your midriff and pushes you to keep you from falling over. <laughs> Uh, and actually, one of them is going to spell cast. The other one is going to uh, reload his crossbow because they're heavy crossbows, so they're full action to reload. The other ones start to like begin crank. Actually, you know what? Let's play the smart. That one up front's going to reload. They're all going to take a five foot step back away from the ledge as they reload. Ah! Curses. It just gives them cover. It doesn't give them up. Yeah. Uh, it's five feet. Okay, it would give them. No, they have to be on the ledge to be visible down in the valley from 160 feet up. So yeah, that gives them full cover. Not necessarily from some area effects if you're dropping fire from the sky, but hmm. from those cultists, we go to Unhocked. Sudi's injured. Unhocked is also injured. I was going to say he's probably as injured, if not more so. Yeah, he's taking about 20 hit points worth of damage. But that Lamia yeah, is taking a little stunned. bit more than that, but yeah. So he's going to take advantage of that Lamia being stunned and he's going to rush around and get a yeah, swing in enough. on her. He's not going to step into the fire, though. Yeah, that's good. Hefts his blade and swings with a 24, which will strike the Lamia, cutting her for 12 points of damage. The creature still stands as his blade slices in, scoring across her two front forelegs. He grunts with the impact, looking back towards the casters above, looking back towards his bow. Are we moving to cover, or are we going to be fighting them out here? We're going to have better luck if we can get them to come inside. Let's get in there. He nods, turning his attention back to the Lamia. Speaking of, that first Lamia is stunned. That second Lamia is going to be spellcasting in there. Oh, the uh, first one takes some damage from the fire. Sure. She does start in the fire. She takes seven points of damage. Jeez, she is not looking good. Haha. The air smells with the, or fills with the smell of burning cat. The <sighs> second Lamia... The DC's Not an 18. Grappled. So before she moves, she's going to spell cast. Yeah, well, that sucks. All right. Oh. She will then attempt to push through the webs to close on... You know what? She's going to attempt to push through the webs and get out to the side. She does, does spell cast? Um, 
She does successfully spellcast. She also manages a 20 against the save DC for the web. That'll do it. Dang it. I didn't think that was going to succeed. I've been rolling crap for them. It's a second level spell. Yeah. So she rushes off to the side, which will get her out from there. But she still has line of sight on a couple of people as she exits the webs. For those of you who can see her, which at this point would be Hassan, Unhocked, and Sudi, uh, there are five of her as she goes rushing ah, out great. of the webs. Great. Fortunately for y'all, I rolled really crappy for the number of images. Yeah, because five is bad. I mean, it is kind of. Bring us to the top of the initiative. All of Starkweather. How far is Hakatep? Not Hakatep. <laughs> <laughs> we skip straight to Book right around the corner. How far is Kabek from the cultist I can see? 25 feet away. Excellent. I'm uh, going to. 30 feet away because there's a. That's fine. It's less than 60. I'm going to cast Lightning Arc between the two of them. They can both make reflex saves. Cool. Okay. That's cool. All right, Kabek gets a 21. The cultist gets a natural one for an adjusted, mm-hmm. I think, four. <laughs> Kabek will pass barely. Uh, the cultist fails, obviously. He'll take half damage uh, right. from the 9d6 of electricity damage wow. that happens. Also, um, it melts metals that have low melting points, including gold, so their freaking me- masks can just melt off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice! Oh, hot metal in the face. I imagine that's part of why it hurts. Yeah, that's that's also, kind of factored yeah. into the damage. I just like the idea that they don't have their masks anymore. Hmm. Faces are probably all blistery and red now. Uh, 26 points of electricity damage, half for Kabak. Yeah. So 13 for him. I didn't roll great. I rolled super middle. Uh, and then I guess I'll move 35 feet toward the group if we're going to go inside. So you rush up behind Sudi, making your way back towards the uh, the front of the group. From Hollis, we go to Hassan, who spins his scimitars and swings. Uh, 20 will hit his target. The stunned Lamia. Against the Lamia, cutting into his foe for 10 points of damage, cleaving down the Lamia as he brings his blade Woo. through her. Nice. I believe we should get inside, yes. I think that's a good plan. He kind of like eyes the entryway. It's still slightly webby and fiery. <laughs> the fire should go out at some point, I imagine. Citrus turn. Citrus initiative oh, is okay. when the guy exploded. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, he will move over so he's in front of the doorway. There's another of the lion woman inside. Today sucks. She's got... <laughs> there's five of her, so she's got some magic on her. Oh, well, there are five still... more of them inside. It's fake. At least he hopes. Hopefully. Citrus. Sudi really hopes. So does the fire go out on my turn, or is it still going? Yeah, it'll extinguish on your turn. Then Citra is going to move into the building. Oh, no. Citra is going to uh, reach down and grab her bow. You have to drop the kukri. You you don't have a free hand because you have both kukris in your hands. Put your kukri away and pick up your bow. Yeah, sheathe your kukri and grab your bow. Just because I know I don't I know that at some point I'm like I'm gonna need that ranged option so I'm gonna uh, mm. sheath my kukri and I will grab my bow and that's my two move action. All right, I'll, I'll head in. <laughs> I'll head inside <laughs> on the next turn. I'll catch up, you guys. Can five foot step if you wanted to. Yeah, I can five foot step toward the door. <laughs> mm. Brings us to Kabek. Yeah, I have some ideas of what he might want to do, and I'm not happy about it. Oh, yeah. He soars closer as he begins to close on the party. Diving down as he descends as well. He extends a hand down 
I had hoped that it would not come to this. This could have been much easier for all of us. A curtain of brilliant colors streaks across the front facade of the building ahead of you. Uh oh. Oh gosh. What is this? And wow. is it going to hurt us? It's, it's Probably. A, it's a, it's a freaking like prismatic wall yes, or something. It could be a wall of fire that's an Aurora themed thing. This is bad news. I don't know. Yeah, like there went our, is getting cover. So Citra, Unhawked, and Narmer each take 16 points of cold damage. What? What? As this no frigid fire rolls across you. Narmer has some cold resistance, so he only takes six. Unhawk does not. He is looking pretty rough. Yeah, that, that was bad. For all the rest of you, you feel this frigid wave of cold roll across you as this 20-foot-high wall of brilliant colors appears ahead of you and begins to wash across. For those of you outside of the, the blast area, for a moment, your brain seems to almost shut down as you stare up at this kind of stutter step as you stare at this beautiful wave of rainbow colors. Uh, fortunately, you're in combat, so you're immune to fascinate. So That's you just kind of shake off the effects of it as you stumble back free of it. Anyone that wishes to may make me a spellcraft. A uh, 16 for a 34. Masika rolls a 1 for a 14. Oh! <laughs> Masika's like, pretty colors. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Norma's like, ah, if I felt pain, this would be horrible. I rolled a 16 for a 19. Uh, with a 19, Citra, you have no idea. Hollis, you're extrapolating again. This appears to be a wall of fire, except for mm. it seems to be freezing your friends to death. Wall of cold? But it's not a wall of ice. This guy does a weird form of magic. And you know what? I'm going to... Hollis, go ahead and make me a knowledge arcana. Okay, 19. That's cool. A uh, big old number. Uh, 37. So, Hollis, you're a brilliant woman. And Jessica, wow, too. thank you. This wasn't spellcasting. He didn't chant. He didn't intone. He just gestured. This is some sort of spell-like ability. What? He's got something we had you, going What on. is he? Remember, reading through a book on blood biology in the arcane libraries of Nex, on various sorcerer bloodlines, you think he's a star soul. Huh. They're exceedingly rare, gaining power from, from usually ancestors who delve too deeply into the darkness beyond the stars, touching the void and the void touching them, infesting, infect, affecting their mind, spirit, and body to allow them to span the gulfs between worlds. Whoa. In essence, he's calling this down, but even in doing so is calling down the frigid void of space. <laughs> Great. Uh, it also explains possibly a penchant towards teleportation, which they seem to be already inclined towards as well as his resistance to some elements, which also comes with that, as well as some of his other spell abilities, including this calling a lightning storm that deals fire damage instead of electricity. Yeah. So the math adds up. It's not mm -hmm. good. No. no, that's not good at all. He thinks he's real fancy. I mean, he is fancy. <laughs> he has a thing. He just said they are very rare. He about to be dead, hopefully. So how do we kill him? The same way you kill a lot of things, I suppose. Lots of punching, got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so from Kalbeck, Sudi Kantar. All right, he's 160 feet up, up right now. Is he now 60 feet up? 160, 160 feet. Oh my gosh! I could throw you 30 of them. 
Because I was, I was like, if he just would get close enough, I would Sooty. try to make a run up to try to grab him. But Sooty, if no you can jump 130 feet, I could get you the last 30. Yeah. I'll give you a run start. I didn't realize I was the Incredible Hulk. I just have to get angry enough to jump and fly. <laughs> okay, so the Lamia is basically kind of sort of dealt with. Is this wall giving us enough cover to where she can't, like, cast spells at us through that? The other Lamia that was killed is in the line, right? So she's dead dead? No, she's just on the other side of the line. Huh, okay. Yeah, you're actually getting full cover from this, or full concealment okay. from this. It's an opaque sheet of fire. You cannot see through it. Spiffy, great. All right, I guess in that case... Sudi's going to do the only logical thing he can think of. He's going to draw his crossbow and load it. And that's all I can do, because I can just start taking pot shots at Kabek. Or at his minions. And or his minions, but... Right, Kabek is important. That's about all I got right now. All right, so you draw... Is that a light crossbow? That is a light crossbow. Okay. Masika. So is this wall going to stop bursts from going through it? You have to be able to see? I'm going to channel. I need to know if I need to move oh. so I don't wake up the Lamia or if... It is not a solid barrier. It provides concealment, not cover. Okay, so I need to be away. I need to be <laughs> able to hit as many people in the party as I can, but miss the Lamia with my 30-foot bursts. Yeah, so you are aware, Sudi. Um, you are still within the cold radius of this curtain, by the way. Oh, uh, I would have So if you do end your turn... I would take a five-foot step away from it then, I guess. Uh, with your allies there, be, there's nowhere you can... Okay, I want to take a five-foot step away from the fire, but I can't. Maybe just pull your crossbow and move. Yeah, I guess I'll pull my crossbow and uh, move on the other side of Hollis and Masika, I guess. So 15 feet back to there? Yeah, is that far enough to be out of the cold radius? I'm uh, not in You it. still feel cold. You can keep moving but is if it you like want. Damaging cold. Uh, as in damaging cold, yes. Okay, yes. Then I guess I'll keep moving. Uh, once you're 20 feet away from the wall, you feel okay. Okay, cool. Dang. So I do that. So Sudi runs back into pretty much into the center of the courtyard again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, you know, go ahead and lift my arms up and uh, come get me. And Masika wants to channel. Yeah, but I want to hit as many people as I can without waking up that Lamia. Yeah, if you take a five foot step back, you won't hit her. Okay. The only one um, that you won't can't catch at that point is Narmer, but Narmer also can't be healed by this. Nope. All right, so I do that, and I channel, and I roll almost max for 26. Nice. I'm at full. All right. That helps. What is max for you, 30? Yeah. So rolling blast of energy goes over the party. All right, so how far away is Kabek from Narmer? Like 200 feet-ish. Uh, he would need to f- ascend up 160 feet, which would take 320 feet of movement. Jesus. All right, I guess for now, Narmer is just going to get out of the cold. I guess he'll fly up by Masika. Keep in mind, taking only taking a five-foot step from Masika, you're still going to be in the cold radius. I'd have cold resistance. Do you want him to land on you, or...? No, he c- Yeah, I guess for now, he can just land on my shoulder. So Masika steps back, Narmer flies over, lands, gains cover. And now I use you as a outsider shield. Uh, thanks, Narmer. Yep, anytime. When he gets closer, you need to pull a trick. Oh, okay, I can do that. Assuming that he actually gets closer and he just doesn't stay up there and then waits for the fire to kill us. Yeah. I see why they don't like this guy. He seems mean, but effective. <laughs> well, cultists are moving up. Yep, the cultists step back forward. Uh, one of them fires with a true strike spell. The other two fire regularly. Um, they can't get a bead on Masika because Sudi's so freaking big, he's providing her cover. 
<laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so two of them are going to shoot at Sudi because they haven't tried their chance against them, and the one with True Strike's going to shoot at Hollis. Oh. So again, assuming it's giving, a given uh, 36 to hit Hollis. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's not a great one. Uh, only five points of damage. Sweet. The other two fire down at Sudi. Okay. 13. Nope. 15. Nope. So from the cultist, we got an unhocked who's better. Are we going through or falling back? Back. Fall back. We're just going to have to deal with him. Do we do we see any other like ways into this area other than the main doors? Like, because they're on a weird little ledge. But is there like anything underneath it? Uh, Citra, go ahead and make me a perception roll. <sighs> Only rolled a twenty-two. Well, I rolled a freaking nine, and I got a twenty-two. You can tell that there's an exit from the second floor of the mortuary temple that you're in front of that leads to the walkway that's 40 feet above you. So is it easily accessible or no? You would have to climb up the cliff face or the front of the building. So it depends on how high your climb check is. <laughs> like it might be relatively easily accessible for Sudi, but if for the you rest of you... give me like eight rounds to get up there. Well, the wall's also there. I don't see any other way in. What are our options? Run through and be inside with the Lamia or stay out here. Or shoot him. I can try to dispel it. I don't want to have to fight Tedesura. Agreed. Where, where, like, when did we bring up Tedesura? We haven't even seen her. We've had a plan to dispel Tedesura. Oh, that. Okay. I was like, what the F are yeah, we Yeah, I about? assume we talked about this when we made our preparations. She's got to be here somewhere. All right. So, uh, assuming you're telling Anhok that he left his bow Ooh, <laughs> a good maybe, distance back. Maybe she's babysitting the bee baby. Maybe, but we, like, literally, this guy's favorite trick is, oh, you think you're safe? Here's a sphinx. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. Surprise, sphinx. So, yeah, Unhocked is going to have to run 60 feet back to try to go and retrieve his bow. So he left out in the sand behind him whenever things started going sideways. So Unhocked goes rushing off, out of the cold radius at least. Hollis Starkweather. Hollis? Uh, reaches into her spell component pouch, pulls out a little bone fetish, and casts Bone Shaker. Jess's personal favorite spell. personal favorite spell in the world. Um, and Kabek can make a fortitude save. That is his worst. Wizards are bad at generally. Look at a 19. Yeah, that saves. Yeah. It's fine. He's still going to take To be perfectly honest, a small peek behind the curtain, like, Kabek doesn't really have a bad save. What the? Nah, 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 nah. How dare yeah, I'm gonna second that. <laughs> Fine, he doesn't have to move five feet in a direction I choose, but he'll take half damage. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good roll. 31, so he takes 15 points of uh, bones jiggling around in his body damage. Blunt force trauma good. damage. I just Unpleasant. shook his dang skeleton. He grits his teeth as you shake this little voodoo doll at him. <laughs> And then I toss it because I only have this prepared once today. <laughs> I'll never the use this again. fetish is so good, isn't it? I'll pick it up later. <laughs> Sugar, get that bone later. Don't forget. <laughs> what do I look like? Some sort of flying catfish? No. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Oh. No, I'm always being helpful. That's, that, that's a deep you wound You don't understand right me. <laughs> Sugar's it's just true. jealous. Nah, Sugar misses her old boy. <laughs> I miss my old boy, but he is so graceful on the wing. Not as graceful as... <laughs> on hurt? No. You also uh, have a action if you want to get out of the freezing through cold. the air like a knife cutting through butter. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll move, uh, you know, down by Sudi. 
Out of the cold. Out of the cold. I might as well not use, use up my energy for cover absorption. Or no? Use Sooty for cover. Sooty's well, good for cover. Will people also have cover from me? If it's a ranged attack spell, yeah. Mm, then nope, I want to be able to see. Just in case it is a ranged attack spell. I'm kind of making my decisions on the fly here. <laughs> I do have a, oh no, somebody's dead escape hatch plan, but I'm hoping I don't need to use it. I do have a scroll of fly. Cast it on either Sudi or the giant. <laughs> Does Hollis have giant. a fly memorized? Do it on both no. of them. <laughs> I don't have one memorized. Oh, if only. It would make it so much easier. That brings us to Hassan. So uh, can you fly by, by any chance? No, little fish. Flight <laughs> is outside of my ability. He moves back 50 feet reaching the wall, reaching out with one of his hands, grabbing onto the rock <laughs> face, wrenching a section of rock wall oh, free. Stone. Giant! He's giant. so giant! <laughs> they might be giants. Giant uh, he then hefts the rock as he turns back around and looks up towards the flying sorcerer. Yes! Now I have Particle Man stuck in my head. We are no longer friends. <laughs> Citra Nahamra. Get out of there. Citra is going to move 30 feet away from the crazy rainbow wall. All right. And I'm going to draw out my scroll of fly. Okay. What are you dropping? <laughs> I'm going to drop, well... I mean, you're not going to be able to use it this round regardless, so you could just use a move action next turn to pull the scroll. Put away your bow or your little stabby thing. Yeah, I'll sheath my kukri. Because right. <laughs> if nothing else, I can use the bow to shoot comic. That Put away your stabby sure. thing. That's my turn. <laughs> That brings us back to Kabek. Uh, we're in a good formation here. This guy. He flies his way forward directly over Hollis. Still 160 feet in the air, I assume. Diving down 100 feet Ooh. as he begins to fly in. Uh-oh. Angling straight down and blasting a Fakona cold, it will hit the entirety of the party. Sans yeah. your additional members of Anhacht, who's way off to the side retrieving his bow, and Hassan, who's ripping free a rock face, I will need a reflex save from the party. Oh, man, that's a good reflex. All right. Well, Hollis is going to get a 25 on a reflex save. I also got a 25. Nice. 25, buddies. I get a 21. Citra rolls a 15 and gets a 28. I have evasion. Citra has evasion. I have energy absorption. You also have energy absorption. We'll see how much damage we, it does. We have some some things that help and us. And then the spell I cast, like the second round of this fight, will come to fruition. Oh, yeah, the vengeful common thing yes, that you caused. Mm. All right. So the entire party succeeds in saving, reducing the 43 points of damage <laughs> to 21 points of cold damage as it washes across you. Ice reams across the ground. This this rime of ice forms across the surface of the desert. They may have never seen ice before as this blast rolls over the party. Hollis takes no damage. She flicks some ice off of her shoulder and she shoots a comet at Hoppeck. <laughs> yeah. That's an immediate uh, for action. For those of you with evasion, you take no damage. <laughs> I, yep. So I think Masika is the only one to take damage from this. Yeah, but I only took yep. 16 because of my cold resistance. That's not oh, bad. Oh, there you go. All right, I roll a 15 to hit him with this comet, which is a total of a 22 on his uh, touch AC. Nice. 22 will hit your target's touch yes. AC. Yay! So a comet of uh, stone and ice, hilariously. From the void comes will out. streak forward. Uh, what level spell is Cone of Cold? Fifth or sixth level spell? Fifth level spell. 
All right, it will do, let's see, a d6 of bludgeoning, 3d6 cold, plus cold equal to the level of the spell that was just cast, which is fifth. So that is 19 plus five, uh, 24 points of cold damage and bludgeoning damage. If you need them separate, I can tell you them separate. I need them separate. So six bludgeoning and 18, 18. cold. Nice. From my vengeful comment, immediate action FU to spellcaster spell. <laughs> I have one more of those floating around. I get three. No, I only get two. Oh. I get more as I level up. Uh, it does strike him. It does hurt him. Good. You can tell that the cold doesn't fully affect him. Yeah, it is what it is. Hey, it's a free attack on him. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm only, honestly, that spell wasn't nearly as effective as it could have been if people had filled their saves. <laughs> I'm going to try to feel bad about that. He's closer right now, so let's remember that. Yep, he's actually in my first range increment, finally. Sudi Kantar. <laughs> Sudi glances up, loads his crossbow, I guess aims it where the sun don't shine, because where else is it, I'm gonna, am I going to shoot? his butt. And fires. <laughs> you wow, aim nice and fire. Jordan misses his target. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm taking a minus two range penalty for my singular eye. A 22 to hit him in the tuchus. The 22 glances off of his magical protections as Dang the bolt sells off into the sky. Also really weirdly sad. shrinking as you fire it. Yeah, well, you know, that was going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it was your move action to reload it. So that's, you have only a five, a oh five foot step remaining. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, no, I'm good protecting Masika. All right, uh, real quick. Yeah, Masika, you have a five cold resistance. Uh-huh. Okay, this proximity to the wall can't do enough damage to damage you. Okay. Nice. Woo! So you're fine where you are. If you got a little closer, we could see about it. From Sudi, we go to Masika. You want to run at the wall? Why would no. I want to run at the wall? I don't know. It just seems like it'd be Rick fun. just wants that wall to be more effective. <laughs> I, I mean, it's pretty effective. It's forced all of you out into the middle of the. It open. felt like he got gypped on the wall damage. It was effective <laughs> in keeping us here. It's also trapped the Lamia, <laughs> which is good. That's actually really good. Gives her time to buff. It's true. She doesn't have that many buffs. Okay, so I'm going to call lightning down on Kabek, but I'm going to, it's a 30-foot line, so I'm going to put it high enough up in the air that it doesn't hit Hollis. Okay. Oh, yeah. Great idea. <laughs> That's a concern. Technically, right it wouldn't hit Hollis anyway because he's 60 feet up and she's on the ground. Sure. Oh, yeah. So he needs to make but a reflex But it's nice of her to be considerate. Hmm? Uh, 19? Haha, <laughs> no. No. He Yay. He takes 13 points of damage. Yay. The sorcerer is still going. How far away is he from Masika? Yeah, about 65 feet. Okay, so Narmer has a 30-foot range increment for spitting acid. You can send him up into the air if you want to have him <laughs> take him <laughs> on. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no. That seems like a bad idea. So Narmer will stay on Masika's shoulder. I've got your back. I know, Narmer. Also, your back gives me full cover. I know, Narmer. Okay. Oh, no, <laughs> the wash are gone. He looks over to where the wasps disappear. Oh, they're, they're just crispy, like little frigid, frozen little wasps all over the floor. Oh, Actually, sad. I think last round, the duration of the wasps disappeared. Oh, okay. That's better than them all just being like killed by Oh, no, cold. they all died. That's so sad. The frost snap. They've gone to wash hell. <laughs> they're happy there. Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably happy there. Wouldn't they have like, just gone out to all hang out like... with uh, Calistria? Oh, that's probably yeah, true. probably. And all the honey you can eat. I don't know if wash meat honey. I don't think they do. <laughs> Actually, I think they eat meat. I read Bug that meat. somewhere. From Masika, cultist time. God, I keep forgetting about those jerks up there. I have they something. They've got to reload, them. so there's that. Yep, I have they something step back. for them, but like currently they're not really hitting Kabek us that hard. Kabek is the bigger hard. issue, really. 
because that crossbow bolt thing. If they were using their falchions <gasps> down here, it'd be different. If somebody dispelled him right now, he'd actually hit the floor. Yeah, but then if we run into our Sphinx friend, we're going to have to murder her instead of just No, nah, I can non-lethal her. her a bunch. You're the only one. The wonderful thing about Sudi is that I do non-lethal so damage. So, they step back away. Huh. Yeah, they've had plenty of time. For what? For Tedasura to come attack us next. <laughs> the B-team of cultists charge in. They have silver masks. They're the little junior cultists. They throw the bee, bee child at Sudi, and he has to choose to attack or catch a bee child, and then he chooses the bee child, and everyone dies. Wow, that got dark fast. You know, yeah, like, they're did. always like, catch this, you know, like they toss it so they can get away. Well, yeah, but Sudi could catch it with one hand and then, like, start running after them and still beat them does, because he has a 40 foot movement speed. Does a bee child count as a ranged weapon for, like, arrow catching? <laughs> he just points it butt first. I will need a perception roll from the party. Yeah. Uh oh. It's sight based, I assume. I got a nine. It is sight based. 27 for me. Uh, Masika rolls a Lots one for an eight. Roll a 15 for a 28. Narmer gets okay. a 24, however. He might have seen something. And Sudi saw something. I'm scared. As you turn, look back over your shoulder. Uh, Masika does not notice this. Hollis does not notice this. But from the second floor, a quartet of cultists step out onto the bridge overhead. Heft their crossbows and rain death. Oh, all the way up there. So they step out onto the platform. They fire. They're going to shoot. Now, Sudi's the biggest obvious target. Yep. Uh, Kobeck's going to yell for them to bring down the casters. Oh. Uh, that's the problem with spell casters. You guys are the obvious threat. I'm hiding behind Sudi. I may have to do something <laughs> desperate sure. and stupid. No, don't. I have a couple of fireballs and things. I just haven't used them. Because I've been like, Kavak, I guess I won't focus on him, and I'll use some spells to get rid of these little guys. All right, I'm pretty sure this is going to be correct, but a rather easy question to ask. Hollis, 31 and 35. Uh, duh. Masika, 30 and 37. Yeah. Oh, they had boy. time to cast preparatory spells. Yeah, I was going to say, they probably had plenty of time to true strike. Well, they have to cast that every round to be able to keep it, so. So, seven points of damage from the first bolt to... Hollis, eight points of damage from the second, three points of damage from the first bolt to Masika, and nine points of damage from the second. Uh-oh. As more cultists join the fray, bringing the number up to eight at this point, continuing to rain so down death, Kobek flying up overhead. Well, this sucks. Unhawk drops his blades, scoops up his bow, turns, drops to a knee, knocks an arrow, aims up at Kobek, and fires. All in one smooth, dexterous motion. Yay, rangers. So, so close. So that's minus two because of the range increment is still going to get him a rolls a 19 plus 10 for a 29 minus two for a 27 plus four for favored enemy human for a 31. Nice. Nice. There's a long walk to get there, but still seven points of damage as an arrow slams into him. Just chipping away. Kovac's taking a hand like... Some decent damage at this point. I'm afraid uh, yeah, 70, if he takes... 73 points of damage, actually. God. Holy. <laughs> Holy. He's still uh, going as the arrow slams into him. I want whatever he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> we can all fight over it after we get away from eight cultists to Lamia and Kabek. Well, the Lamia's taking care of right now. Unless she decides to come through the ice wall, which would also be fine. I'd be fine with that, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Hassan going to throw a boulder now? Because that sounds fun. Oh, I hope so. That'd be cool. That brings us to Hollis Starkweather. Hollis is going to drop a fireball on those cultists hiding over by uh, 
on the west, those cultists, <laughs> the first ones. All right. The Bye. Classic time. Fireball. Gears. Fire. Mm-hmm. So I get a 12, a 15, an 18, and a 23. Sorry. The 23. 21. The 21 saves. Everything else fails. Yes. All right. Chant and tone, you gesture. We're using the upper range limit of some of these spells. An orange hey, you know dot what? streaks across the distance, detonating against for. the side of Chisisek's temple. Or, the sorry, the side of Chisisek's pyramid. That will be 34 points of fire damage. Half for the guy that saved. Not bad. That's uh, pretty respectable. I got one more yeah. of those. Shard. In one of them got like a melted mask too. Yes. From being electrocuted for 26 That mask months? is yeah. permanently affixed to yeah. his face now. Or oh. burned his face. That's just a bunch of slag Hollis, now. There's a deafening explosion as you blast the side of the structure, leaving scorch marks across the side of the pyramid. Sorry, just a sec. Under the sound of that explplosion, you hear another three smaller explosions from somewhere <laughs> up on the nice. upper ledge. <laughs> nice. All right, these all just got a little better. That last one actually slightly burned his buddy, too. That's the survivor. <laughs> poor guy. Just poor, poor him. Oh, no, Larry, Barry, and Gary. And then I'll move uh, <laughs> five feet. I essentially, I'm going to move around Sudi to hide from the other crossbow people. Alice runs behind Sudi. From there, we go to Hassan. Rips a boulder free from the wall. I'm very excited. He will heft and, I guess, throw that at Kabek. Yep. Get it. With a 22, which will not hit the sorcerer. Yeah, yeah that's what I rolled. It glances off his magic protections with enough force that, in essence, it knocks him back. Hassan glowers up, reaching back over towards the wall and beginning to wrench a section of it again. This is going to get old. <laughs> Citra Nahamra. Well, okay, I can either knock my bow and shoot at him, or I can draw this scroll of fly and try that. You could fly me, and I could try to get up there and grab him. Yeah, but um, is that the wisest choice, or should we, or should I just shoot? Well, my worry is that he's gonna he's gonna teleport away as soon as he gets enough damage done to him. Yeah, I would make Sudi fly so Sudi can maybe grab him. Okay. Then Citra is going to, with her handy haversack, pull out her scroll of fly. And then I believe it's a use magic device check for me to cast this. Yep. I start with a 13, so I'm not doing too bad. You will need to get a 25. Well, I just rolled an 18. Okay. Woohoo! That's a good roll. That would be a 31. A 31! Nice! (laughs) Yeah! So you pull out the scroll. Rapid fire read through it, slide over behind Sudi, reach out, touch his calf, which is pretty much the only thing you can comfortably reach right now. Sudi, you feel this this lightness infuse you. So you kind of bounce on the soles of your feet. Uh, Actually, I don't even know if you can do that because you have cat feet. But as you bounce on your toes, lifting you up. Get him. (laughs) Sudi, Sudi, take me with you. (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> <laughs> Sika just wants to baleful polymorph so bad I would love that, I'm with her Take her with you <laughs> I don't think I can do that She no, hops on she your back like her. This is real bad <laughs> One, if I dropped her it would be real bad And two, I think she'd put me over a heavy load mm, You don't wear anything, do you? I mean, no, not really, but So, Sudi, you begin to gently float off the ground Sudi, what's your strength right now? 
Uh, I've got a 16 strength. According to this, my medium load is 153. Mm. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I have an 18 right now. And well, it's big. also your large-sized creature, so. Masika but, is also a 4'11 tiny woman. Do you want me to throw you up to Kabek <laughs> and offer you up on a silver Fly, platter? fly with her. Sudi, you feel this energy infuse you. Kabek hovers in the air, glances down. You didn't know all our tricks. Dispels my fly. <laughs> Sudi, you don't want to hurt me. Oh, he's no. trying to... He then Sudi. gestures no. a hand down. Sudi, you want to And I will need you him. to make me a will save next time. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Da, da. Cliffhanger will save. Citra, if he and starts you'll have flying to be his friend, enemies. <laughs> if he starts flying to be his friend, you grab his tail and you kick. <laughs> That's so rude. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.